Warning! The following podcast may contain language and subject matter not suitable for all ages or everyone. If you don't like what you're listening to, please press stop. In this episode of the Tang Warner Podcast. If you're going to do it though, like I wouldn't go on the weekend because I've been living here for almost 10 years now and uh, everyone tells me don't go on the weekend. You got to go during the week, late at night. That's the, that's the way you gotta do it, you know? and that's the only that's the only time I've done it. That the Gen Hay that they have at the Gen Hay Blossom Festival, and it's becoming more common. Other things here in Korea are fireworks. It's the first food I've ever eaten in Korea, and it's the Bude Jjigae. Oh. It's an army-based stew. Yeah, so. I love that one too. See, you love it, man. So uh, we should have done this together. Yeah, Bude Jjigae. Um, Oh yeah, it's 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 hangover soup. Yeah, it's literally hangover soup, and it's uh, made with typically made with ox bone, and it's a soup to chase your hangover. It's you're tuned into the Chang Warner, the podcast coming to you from Changwon City, South Korea, with your hosts Scott, Adam, and Phil. It's the Chang Warner podcast, a podcast I bring to you some of the people living and working right here in South Korea and in Changwon City in particular. Once again, I'm Scott, one of the hosts on the show. Sitting across from me is Mr. Phil. Phil, how's it going? I'm here. And sitting beside him this week is Adam. Adam, how's things? I'm very well, thank you. And this week, because this coming weekend, actually, just the Jinhei Cherry Blossom Festival. So we're going to talk a little bit about some of the things you could expect, what to look for, what to watch out for. If you're planning on stopping by Jinhei to see the festival. And today we're going to have Phil do his fill it up and talk about some soups or stews. Also known as Jige, right? Jige. So he'll be talking about that a little later. So, yeah, this weekend is the Jinhei Blossom Festival, or it started when? April 1st? April 1st. That's correct. And it goes for a week? Uh, I believe it's the 1st through the 10th. Okay, so so like two weekends. Yes. Plus the weekdays. And uh, I've been to a couple of them. Uh, Only went there once where I actually kind of enjoyed it. It might have had to do with alcohol being involved. I'm not yeah. sure, though. But uh, I lived in Jinhei. I never bothered going down when I lived there. I know the past couple of years, they've had some rainy days, which kind of... Puts the dampen on it. And puts the damp on it, yeah. Mm. But it uh, looks like it's probably common every year, right? Yeah, usually... This uh, time of year, we get a bit of rain here, so... Especially the wind will knock all of the cherry blossoms as they're, as they're coming down. Mm. I've never uh, been a huge fan of looking at cherry trees, to be honest. I mean, it's they are they are quite lovely, um, especially at night. Most people will come in during the day, but I, I recommend going at the not at night. You get lovely pictures of the white in contrast with the, the darkness, and it's. I would uh, recommend going during the week because on the weekend there's too much traffic. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I would just say I would just go. The week before, the week after the actual, but uh, again, I don't see the big draw with looking at trees, but that's just me, you know what I mean? But they're very aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, I guess it depends where you come from though, right? And uh, you, you can tell uh, it's Cherry Blossom Festival because everyone will change their profile pictures to them standing next to flowered blossoms. 
Do you think it's a matter of just kind of like living in Korea? It's a bit of a concrete jungle yeah. in terms, not as bad as some places, but I mean, there are mountains and stuff here that you can right. go to, but is it just with a little bit of beauty, people will flock to it type I, I, thing? Yeah, I guess so. I yeah. mean, most cities do have ch- cherry blossoms. Like they're, they're pretty prevalent in in Changwon, right? Well, they have them in Washington, D.C. I think Japan sent a bunch of cherry blossom trees to Washington like way back in the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have a cherry blossom festival in Washington, D.C. as as far as I know. Um, if you're going to do it, though, like I wouldn't go on the weekend because I've been living here for almost 10 years now. And uh, everyone tells me, don't go on the weekend. You got to go during the week, late at night. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the way you got to do it, you know. And that's the only that's the only time I've done it because I've heard people going on the weekend. They go on a Saturday and they're like, "I was sitting on a bus for eight hours," yeah. and it was which shit, can be, can be brutal because yeah. people can be a bit selfish and they'll park in non parking spots and yeah. it really slows down the. But traffic. if you go there on a Wednesday evening or a Thursday evening, you know, like you can get in there, just get in there and like get a couple hours in. And then get out, you know, like get out as fast as you can, because like if you stay late at night, you're, you know, you might get home by like 3 a.m. or something. You know? like, it kind of depends how you go, too. I mean, if you're, say, on a motorcycle or scooter, it uh, it's usually quite not too bad. Like instead of going through the tunnel from here, just going up over the mountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you down. go over Anmin, yeah. Anmin Hill. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so that's that one works. way. You can go through Masan. I mean, there's a way into Jinhae closer to where I live now, mm-hmm. which is usually not as bad. But uh, I just, yeah, I'm not, I don't get the big thing with looking at. So you're definitely going to be there this week, right? It is nice, though. I really enjoyed it, you know, the last time I went. When's, when's the last time you went? Last year. I thought it was beautiful. Was how many, how many times have you, you've been here for 10 years. How many times have you gone to the, the Jinhae one? Yeah. Uh, only once. Mm. I've been to the Changwon. There's another one in Changwon mm-hmm. that's like somewhere, but like it's it's quite nice as well. But it also gets really congested. It's, it's really hard. I've been to quite a few, not too many. I think I've been to one or two, like on my own, freely type thing. Mm-hmm. But you know, working in certain schools over the years, there's always like a field trip with the school to go to the Jene, which would be during the week, during the day. And it's just packed with yeah. kindergarten kids from every just, every school in the country wall. type thing. Phil, People. you must have yeah, you must have a, a shitty time trying to get out of there. I am literally in the middle, like yeah. ground zero of the cherry blossom. My my house is next to the Bukwan Rotary, mm-hmm. which is one of the massive areas. So in between my house and my job you know, it's it's madness. It's unavoidable. Oh, I couldn't imagine that. Like, uh, I probably won't see you guys for <laughs> for a week or two <laughs> until it's over. <clears throat> but again, for me, I don't know. I don't know if it's because of where I lived in Canada. You know, throughout my life when I was in Canada, like Newfoundland, there's days you can wake up, look out. You know, I could look out my grandparents. Mm. window which is just looking over the ocean and you know see icebergs and stuff like that mm-hmm. or you know some places you can just watch whales and then when i was older i kind of grew up i had a house in niagara falls pretty close to the falls like you can mm-hmm. it's on the upper i know on the, you were in st Catharines for a while uh no 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 i had a, I always lived in niagara falls which is 20 close. minutes yeah, yeah. 
or maybe even less. But you know, from from our house, you could see like the mist from the yeah. falls actually coming up. Kind of just like desensitizes you from the experience of right. seeing it every day. And one of the things that the Jinhei that they have at the Jinhei Blossom Festival, and it's becoming more common. Other things here in Korea are fireworks, mm-hmm. and I've never been impressed with the fireworks yeah. here at all. I have, and uh, I'm not saying I'm an expert on it. I don't go out to every fireworks event in Korea, mm. but the one that I did see at the Cherry Blossom Festival, I wasn't impressed with. But I also don't like fireworks because. Every Friday night in Niagara Falls, they would shoot fireworks over the falls mm-hmm. for tourists. And it was like, you so know, mil- millions of dollars each, every Friday they spent on it. Like huge fireworks. And it annoyed the shit out of me. Because so I, I could, that's all I would hear at 10, seen, 10 p.m. at night. And I just don't care for fireworks anymore. I've seen some really good fireworks in Korea. Uh, I'm going to, like, you know, just as a counterpoint. I've seen really good fireworks at uh, Guangali. I think it's like September or October sometime. They have like a fireworks. I believe thing. it's October. It was. I believe yeah. I was there for, for Halloween. Yeah, and, had- and I saw really good fireworks there. And then the other fireworks I saw were um, in Jinju when they have that lantern festival, the opening night. Mm-hmm. I think it's in October. And they have... Uh, yeah, it's near Oktoberfest. Yeah. And they have uh, they have fireworks there. And they're, they're terrific. Man. Like they're, what are you comparing them to, though? Like, how many fireworks have you seen in I've other seen, countries? I've seen, quite a few, I've seen quite a few good fireworks shows. These were magnificent. Like, I was actually, like, I was actually... Yeah, I was taken aback by these. They, yeah. were, they were really nice. So, I have an interesting story about my first experience with the fireworks at the Cherry Blossom Festival. So, like I've said before, my first job was at a Hogwan, and uh, we were teaching class, and then my director came in. She's like, oh, there's going to be fireworks. We'll all go to the roof, and we'll watch these fireworks mm-hmm. from the rooftop. So this was in uh, in Sukdong, which we've mentioned before. How many floors is here? Uh, maybe five, six. five or six, possibly eight. Mm-hmm. So... This was the beginning of the Cherry Blossom Festival, which also happened to be April 1st, you know, April Fool's Day. So mm-hmm. I thought it'd be a funny prank to play on my family because it was every every year we always have scares about North Korea attacking. Mm-hmm. So I took a picture of some of the fireworks and sent it to my stepmother. And um, I, I wrote to her, oh, my God, it's, it's happening. They're attacking. <laughs> and I didn't respond to her because I kind of forgot about it. And she was freaking out, worried about me, thinking that I'm, <laughs> I'm in the middle of a war. <laughs> Your grandma? No, that's my stepmother. Stepmother. And Do they not know what fireworks look like? I mean, no, no, she, she was, pretty, nothing, she was pretty gullible. There's uh, a difference between yeah. fireworks. Well, it, it was a kind of a grainy photo. Uh, it just looked like explosions going off. Like the yellow ones or something? Yeah. So would have been fu- It'd be funny making like a Skype call just yeah. before they start. Yeah. Or, you know, or just a phone call. So it's just sound and you can be talking and then they start exploding and you, you start freaking yeah. out <laughs> and just hang up. Yeah. Don't talk Connection to them lost. for a month. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, they usually have the fireworks, what, at the end of the festival? I think they did to start it. Maybe, start maybe end they end it. I know they've always done it at the end, but maybe they do at the beginning now too. So just to be clear for people not in Korea... What exactly is the Cherry Blossom Festival? So they have in this area, even Changwon and Masan and Jinhei. Gyeongju as well. Gyeongju. There's a lot of cherry trees, which originally came from Japan, right? Yeah, I, I think it, it, 
they weren't brought here for peaceful reasons. <laughs> right. But somehow, anyway, they ended up here. So there's cherry trees all over, which blossom in the first week, around the first week of April. They're all kind of one color here, too, which is a bit, uh, you know, to me, like I've seen cherry trees with different colors. Mm-hmm. Here they're usually white or kind of pink, pinkish white. And everybody pretty much in the country here come down to this area for that, you know, some at some point during the week, the first week of April. They make the pilgrimage. To check out these white or pinkish white trees and just make things crowded because it's, you know, a oh, little yeah. bit overpopulated country, you could say. Yeah, I, I have probably more complaints about the, the Cherry Blossom Festival than most living where I live, especially there is a stadium a stone's throw away from my apartment. Mm-hmm. And so mostly they just play horrible music on loudspeakers. And uh, it's just awful. Just just constantly hearing it like boom, 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 boom. Just the, you can only hear the bass. Yeah, you get that. Uh, you used to get that a lot, especially like 10 years ago. You always had, you know, early in the morning, the people that go around with the the PA thing, yeah. whatever they're it's selling, selling eggs, yeah. selling bananas and shit. Yeah, yeah. just loud or you know, yeah. looking for. <laughs> yeah, every morning you'd hear uh, stuff like that. Yeah, that's funny. I haven't heard that it's recently. Not, not as common. No, I think maybe they took them aside, and like, hey, like, shut the fuck up, you know? <laughs> y'all, y'all, yeah. real annoying, you know. Yeah. But and you know, businesses always, you know, especially when they first open, they always have the loud music playing. Oh, like you can't do that back home. You can't just throw speakers in front of your the, the worst. Your business. The worst is those music. those guys on the motorcycles that throw the business cards. Hmm. I it's it's just littering. Or no, man, the the worst are the guys on the motorcycle who are spraying like f- fumigation things. Yeah, that's like, that's uh like the pest, pesticides. Pesticides, stuff. yeah. It's not as common now either. It's if you live like near one of those river type things. I remember like walking on the street and like they would like this yeah. guy to hear like e and I'm like oh god and kids would and ch- chase them you know yeah and you get smoke. just like you just get like a cloud of pesticide in your face and you're like oh my god oh, it's safe, so many so many carcinogens on. going through my fucking face right now you know? but even that is. Doesn't seem as common anymore. I haven't seen that in years. It might just be because where I live now. Like yeah. I used to live on. Yeah, it's not as common now. But like five years ago, it was it was everywhere. You know, I would say but, uh, five years, right? Five years, six years. Again, maybe maybe it depends where you live. Yeah. I lived on the base of a mountain. You know, near yeah, a river and prevalent. vegetation. You ever see that shit, little Phil? Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe once a month we'll do it early in the morning. You see it once a month. At least, because I haven't seen it in a couple of years now, and like like Scott says, I think it's it's falling out of fashion, kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. This should do it during the cherry blossom festival. Yeah, everybody's looking at the trees and just have one of those guys on a scooter drive down the middle of it with the pesticide shooting out the back. We'll watch the leaves fall off the tree. Yeah, get them while they're good. So, uh, what can we take away from this Jine festival? Uh, the advice I can give. Go during the week. Don't go during the weekend because you're going to be screwed. You're not going to, you're not going to like it. You're going to be like, this took forever to get here and it's going to take forever to get out. But not everybody. And it is beautiful, right? People, people living not in the immediate area though, probably can only come down on weekends. 
Hence, that's true. Hence the well. In that case, over busy weekends. In that case, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, like go there, go there early. You know, expect expect to be in a shitload of people. You know, like uh, go early in the morning and come back mid afternoon or so. I guess. But besides the actual cherry trees themselves, I mean. There's got to be something else going on during this festival. Mm, So we we mentioned fireworks. We got the cherry blossom festivals. A lot of schools or, you know, the young kids get taken to the, uh, the Jinae Navy base, I think. Yeah, you're right. Where they check uh, them out. The, the Korean Navy base is open to the public. I believe the U.S. base is only open maybe a couple days, but Mm. the Korean Navy base is open all week. They usually have a, like, what do they call them? Sailors? Uh, Guys in the Navy, anyway. There are shows and stuff that they do put on, you know, where they swing around the guns or whatever. That's usually the Marine Corps uh, Color Guard that does that. So uh, they do that, you know. I actually taught uh, recently a Marine drill uh, Color Guard in an English class, and he tells me that it's one of the most difficult jobs in the military because it's just constant drills, and they have to be perfect for them. Oh, for the Cherry Blossom Festival. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they do it for other other times, too. Like, uh, anytime there's a celebration or an anniversary, they'll they'll be out there. But those guys work really hard. Anyway, and there's usually a ship or two that's, you know, down there and docked. And, you know, some other yeah. statues and plaques and well, historical things yeah, and that have, kids can look at. They have really good, uh, they have really good, like, tents up for food as well. Oh, yeah. man, the street food. But, like... Most of them are, are pretty good. Good food. It's, so. it's the best time to get a Turkish kebab. I usually get three or four yeah, of them. Yeah. Or, uh, or like a nice, uh, last time I was there last year, we had just, just, uh, just pork that was like mm. barbecue pork. Actually, a good pro tip if you are into street food, um, if you go late at night, maybe around midnight when the shops are closing, they usually have a lot of like chicken on the stick. They're getting ready to throw throw away, so you can buy all of it. There you go. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. You can, yeah, man. Like, or you can just watch them, yeah. and when they throw it away, and you know where it is, you can run and pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> I believe I I paid maybe ten bucks, and yeah, when I was there, a whole bag of like the chicken on the stick. I was there on a Thursday night, and like uh, there was a huge concert, and it was this it was this like K-pop megastar mm-hmm. who I had never heard of, but like. The Korean person I was with was like, oh, my God, I can't believe it's so-and-so Shiny kind of thing, you know? And, uh, I, you know, I was like, I don't, I don't know what the fuck this is. But, like, it was, it was, you know, everyone was going crazy. It was, it was fun. So the one time that I went, it was quite a few years ago where I actually had fun. Uh, I, I went with some Koreans. It might have been maybe on a date, too. I'm not sure. I don't remember that. But uh, there was an area that was, you know, all set up. It was all tents. Like, I think it was in a field, but it was all tents. It was all, you know, food, drinks, but they also had a lot of games like basketball, you know, like yeah, yeah. shooting the ball X amount of times in a time time frame and the hoops. A lot of games like that, which it just did all night. Oh, it's so much fun. More of a, it had nothing to do with, you know, cherry trees or cherry blossoms. It was just a fun night out. It is so pretty, though. Like, like a lot of people, they don't, they don't realize. Like, they're like, "Why would I go that there at night?" You know. But when you are in there at night, like, they do have lights and everything that, mm-hmm. they, and it lights up all the trees, and it is, it is really pretty. Oh, it's, a, it's a great, 
uh, date nights. Yeah, like you, you can tell, like that, like people come down from Seoul and from other like northern areas of the country. Like, there's a reason why they come down because it is quite nice. You know, like it is really beautiful. The only <laughs> shitty thing about it is it's hard to escape. You know, like you you want to get out of there, but it's like. Uh, but again, cars. is it because you know living in Seoul, there's not much nature beauty that you can exactly check out exactly so it's something different well, i guess it depends what you're looking for yeah. and where you're living and your opportunity to see certain things yeah. i'm not against cherry trees or i don't hate cherry trees and but uh america's is, got some good shit too you know like uh i went to the grand canyon one one time when i was a kid i was like that was that was breathtaking like that was really nice that's one like Literally, the only place I actually want to go to is the Grand Canyon. I've oh, never it's been beautiful, there. man. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, but then you're comparing a pretty big continent, you know. Yeah, that's be- true. Between the U.S. and Canada. I mean, Korea land-wise is about the size of Newfoundland. Korea is... And there's I looked this twice, up. twice as many people living, I looked this living up. here than South Korea is like the size of Lake Erie. Yeah, that's a, and like that's Ontario the smallest, that's is the smallest lake too. Ontario's got to be what the size of fucking France or something, you know? Like I'm not sure, but uh, pretty close. Is that is that true? I'm serious, man. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I w- I would think it's bigger. It might be bigger. Geography was never one of my strong suits. Ontario's a big province, man. Well, I guess Ontario's the biggest. No, I think Quebec's the biggest. Quebec. Maybe Quebec. It's Quebec. Newfoundland. It's either Quebec or British British Columbia. Yeah, one of those two. And there's there's still a lot to discover during the Cherry Blossom Festival. You've got a lot of different places you can go to. There's a there's a railroad uh, where there's just covered with all of oh, the Cherry Blossoms. Yeah. Um, the Romance Bridge. Uh, they've, they've How built. do you get to the Romance Bridge? That's <laughs> that's difficult for me to say. So get, everything get a is Korean girl to take yeah, you there. Yeah, pretty much. It's by it's near the uh, U.S. Uh, Navy base. Uh, what you'd want to do is find, locate uh, the Bukwan Rotary. Mm. It's the one with the big Isin Shin statue. And then you'd have to go up towards the U.S. Navy base. And then from there, you would make a right down a street and you, you will just eventually run into people. Mm. Like it's, it's closer, it's closer to the uh, Onmen Tunnel. I've actually, uh, myself, I've spent a couple. Uh, cherry blossom time frame periods. I've gone to Japan. It's usually Fukuoka, mm-hmm. and they have the same deal there. Oh, yeah. in in that area, like the southern part of Japan, but you can see all that. But the difference there, people just camp out in parks, and it's just you know people spending the night in the parks, just sitting in their little groups, drinking. It's quite quite interesting. Yeah. If anyone, if anyone needs a, a free guide, maybe. I, I'll be available all all this week if you want to catch it before the, the so festival do, starts. I was going to ask: Do businesses change their businesses in order to the business change their business hours in terms uh, of like like uh, restaurants? I mean, bars and maybe stuff they jack up the prices a little bit. Night. Yeah, not necessarily the prices, but are they open? Uh, late, yeah, they, later, oh, yeah, they, like, they usually open they usually, earlier. They'll, they'll, yeah, they will. Like you said, jack up the prices because like. This is this is their this is their gold moment. You know? yeah. mm-hmm. This is like their time of year where they can just cash in. So maybe open earlier, close later. Definitely. Yeah. So they're like restaurants and stuff in the area. What's the most common area in Jinhae? Um, I, I would say that uh, 
Sukdong is your best bet for a good restaurant. Um, there's a lot of like hole in the wall places toward towards my house. Yeah, and I'm in Domandong. But, but as far as cherry blossom goes, people usually don't make their way out towards Sukdong, all right? Mm, it's a little right. further out. Right. So uh, it could be quieter out there, too. But That's imagine, funny. is the traffic always bad both ways? Um, I know when I lived there, I lived, the I lived I lived near Sukdong, and the times I wanted to go to Changwon, going down that main road, you know, towards McDonald's to Anmantano. Yeah. Maybe two years ago. It would take hours. You know, you could walk it faster than... So two years ago, somebody actually parked and blocked all the buses. So the bus system was essentially shut down until this person had to move their car. So that put a strain on the taxi company. So all the taxis were booked. I, re- I remember being in the rain, uh, stuck at a bus stop for hours, just with a bunch of people like we were refugees and... It was miserable. But recently, they've instituted a new rule where only people who have... Uh, Stickers, right? Yeah, you get a sticker because you, you live or work in Jinhae. And so you'll be given a sticker to put on your car. That way, you, you can, if you're driving from out of town, you'll have to park it in a designated area and get shuttled in and shuttled out. But if you live in Jinhae... That's Jinhe, different. Yeah, so that. it's actually... Last year was so much better than it been in years because I would, I would take a That's bus. That's a good policy, yeah. yeah I, t- I took a bus, maybe a normal 15-minute 15, 15 bus ride, and it it was like an hour instead. I I would highly recommend going, though, even though even though we've kind of painted it this picture where it's like it's a nightmare to get in and out, but, like, it is totally worth it, though. Yeah. It is beautiful, here. you know? Especially You can get some really good pictures in. You know, with you and, you know, you and your significant other, like, it, it is nice. You know. Yeah. So I highly recommend so if you it. Haven't, you haven't been there before and you're in Korea for, yeah. say, your first time or your first year. It's worth checking out. Yeah, you should go, right? Phil, uh, what do you say? Uh, I'd should they it, go? I'd, I'd give five shots. All right. <laughs> Definitely go. All right. There you Definitely. go. And yeah. the, the street food. Oh, my God. It's phenomenal. All right, so speaking about food, we're going to get into what we're going to call Fill It Up with Phil. Hi, nice to meet you. And he's going to talk about soups or stews. Yeah, soups, stews. I'm sure you'll mention that kind of thing. Is it chige? Chige. Chige. Chige, yeah. uh, Many of you people may or may not know. I love love the soups. I'm very excited for this. Yeah. Fill It Up with Philip Wayne Stanley. So uh, the first dish I'll talk about is sundubu jjigae, which is oh, a freshly curdled tofu that hasn't been strained of excess water. So it gives it like a silky texture. Mm-hmm. And I believe that most of them, not quite sure all, but most of them don't contain meat. So if you're a vegetarian, it's a good option. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Next is duenjang jjigae. Which is, yeah. which is, <laughs> this guy knows what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm on board so yeah. far. Duenjang is the uh, fermented soybean paste. And I know it doesn't sound very good, but it's really salty. It's got a lot of flavor, like an umami flavor. Mm. So it's kind of, it just, you know, it's, it's typically served with, uh, if you're having uh, barbecue, Korean barbecue, you can get it on the side and it's, it's just a good palate cleanser. Oh, oh my God. Let's see number three. Number three is the is the first food I've ever eaten in Korea, and it's the Bude Jjigae. Oh. It's, it's an army based stew. Yeah, so. I love that one too. See, you love it. So uh, we should have done this together. Yeah, Bude Jjigae. Um, 
it, it originated in Ujangbu, which is where my family is living currently, uh, my uncle and his family. So it was after the war, uh, the Korean War, food was scarce. So the U.S. bases gave the sur- surplus food, like hot dogs, bam, ham. And the Korean people made it into their own dish. Like it's pretty much, you know, scraps. But they add, you know, beans and kimchi and they throw in some uh, so like ramen noodles. Poor man's too. Right. It's everything. And uh, I remember watching it being made and it looked horrible, but it tastes so good. It's probably one of my favorite dishes. The next one we have is the classic kimchi jjigae. So I actually, I make this once a week for myself and it's mm. basically kimchi, onions, tofu, pork, or sometimes uh, seafood. And the older, uh, the kimchi they use is more of an older fermented or ripe. May I, may I interrupt you for a sure. second? Go ahead. What do you use for as a broth for that? Um, so when <laughs> that's actually a really good question. Hmm. Um, you get these little dried anchovies and, okay. you, and you boil them in there and then you remove them. And then you can also add a bit of uh, like they have spe- specific seaweed for boiling uh, a, a soup in. Which, okay. Yeah. That's, that's an excellent question. And then I, I like to add uh, some uh, gochujang, which is a, a really spicy paste. Yeah. Some garlic, garlic, uh, mm-hmm. crushed garlic, um, uh, soy sauce, of course, and it's called spicy oyster sauce. Yeah, and it's just everything just melts together. Oh, that's great! And, and you and you just let it cook. You let it cook for maybe an hour, and it just steams. And uh, the the stronger the flavor, and you get higher amounts of good bacteria. All right, I got a boner for number five. What's number five? Actually, I could probably use one of these right now. Heijanguk. Oh yeah, it's 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 hangover li- soup. Yeah, it's literally hangover soup, and it's uh, made with typically made with oxbone. And it's a soup to chase your hangover. It's, I mean, there's nothing more visceral than looking at a, a bone, a huge bone, and then just digging into it. Oh, man. Um, but, yeah, the best Korean restaurants are the ones that um, – so there's a place near my house. I can't remember the name, but it's, it's just one of these hole-in-the-walls mm. that you would, you would never see. And they have all of these different soups. And you get all kinds of uh, what they call banchan, which is side dishes. Yeah. And all this this whole huge meal, I'll, I'll send you the picture. You can add it on the link. This whole meal is only $5. So another good pro tip is if you're new to an area and you're looking for a good restaurant, look to where the taxi drivers are eating. Because the taxi drivers know the whole city. And they know the best places to eat mm. and the, the best mm. prices. So that's kind of how I found this place. Is I just noticed that taxi drivers would frequently go to this restaurant. And it's always packed and it's... It's delicious and yeah. I want to ask you, Scott, because you've been here for well, donkey's years. Um, what, what would you <laughs> donkey's years? What, what would you say is your best <laughs> stew or soup? To be honest, I don't eat any stews or any soups. Oh my god, you're missing no? out. No, because I would say there's reasons why. I mean, I don't don't dislike them. I, one, I can't eat seafood. Yeah. And I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm I a little... About that. I forgot about that. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I've, I know how to say, you know, I don't want this in it. I don't want this in it. But sometimes... Yeah. I would say... I would say... Like and, and I want to bring you guys to this place. It's not seafood related. I know this place near my near my apartment. It's called... Uh, it's like Sunde Gukbap. Mm-hmm. So it's like... It's like blood sausage, but in a stew, and it's right near my house. Mm. And I would be 
it would be an honor for me if you guys would come and join me because I don't really think I've ever good. had that. It's really good, yeah. man. So the first time suits. I tried it, I was kind of like, ugh. Yeah. But like second time, I was like, oh, that's, that's remember when we talked about it? third time. <laughs> Third time, I was like, I love this shit. Yeah. You so know, it's, it's one of those saying, things. Like, I've got to go there three times. But it's one of those things. It, it grows on you. It grows on you. You know, like the first time, you're just kind of like, ugh. What was the, the second what, time, you know. What was like, the big thing that you should bring to Korea? Do you remember? Open mic. Yeah. Deodorant. So, yeah, an open mic. <laughs> no, but yeah, you're right. It's it, There's a lot of soups and, stu- and stuff. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. You know, there's, a really, there's a lot of good soups here, yeah. man. I'm not a fan of... Stews or soups, oh to be God. honest. So, like, soup, even back home, I there's some eat. other soup that I could tell you about. Like that, really. Like I, I first time I tried it, I was like, "Oh my God, that's yeah. disgusting!" But like after the third or fourth time, I was like, so, "I love it. I love it. It's great." So the the, the best thing for me is the uh, the bowls that they give them in. Uh, and I don't know what they're called, but there's these huge black bowls, and it just they they yeah, they I, cook I, it in there. Oh man. And it's just lovely. So jjigae actually means stew, right? Yeah. As yeah. opposed to soup. Soup yeah. is soup is gook. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but it's, it's typically boiling hot, and you know, as a man who has a tattoo of jjigae on them, I can't say enough about it. Mm. See, I've never been a fan of soups or stews, even back home. But here, it's mostly because of I'm unsure about seafood. Right. Right. Like you're saying, making broth with minnows yeah and uh you know some oyster sauce and stuff like that and just to me sea seaweed sounds awful but it's i'm sure it might taste great yeah and then uh i'm also i don't mind spicy stuff Mm. but i hate liquid spicy stuff Uh, yeah so like the red liquid spicy food which a lot of them have that yeah but uh i think you'd be fine with uh heijangguk uh there's it's not spicy at all uh doenjangjigae also, it's not spicy. Yeah, what, you don't, you don't like it, though, do you? It's fine. It depends. I like. I really love salty stuff. Oh man, yeah. So I'm a a lot, a lot of those I probably would like if I could eat them. But um, there's a there's some restaurants that have you can get a, a set a menu set of uh, what they call bosam, which is. I don't know. It's steamed pork, which, yeah. oh, man. Which and one is the, the backbone soup? Heijangguk. Yeah. I mean, it's... I've had that, too. It's, it's hangover stew, so anything hangovery, like, it's going to be good. Yeah, so I don't eat too many soups and jjigae's uh, or stews myself. Adam, what are some of the ones that you're into or tried and liked? It sounded like you tried all the ones on Phil's list. I can't. I can't. It would be it would be a disservice for not for me not to mention Gamjatong. Gamjatong. It's where you go to a place and there's a big pork spine and you, and Gamja in Korean means potato. Potato. Yeah, I mean potato. And <laughs> don't uh, take away my potatoes. Don't take my potatoes. Yeah. But uh, there's only a few potatoes in there. Like it's actually like it's mainly like this pork spine and. If you let it boil enough, it literally falls off the bone. So that's more that's more a soup, right? Than the yeah. jjigae. I stew. would say it was more. It would be more like a stew. Yeah. I've yeah. definitely had that. I'm I'm more fan of a broth sometimes. Like I like like I mentioned the salty broth of that like soup, like a miso soup. So what's the difference between that one and uh, the one that you mentioned? The, the backbone. They're pretty. They're pretty much the the same thing. Uh, one and the same. 
Um, usually if you get Heijanguk, it's like a single dish. Whereas, a, you know, as Adam was saying, you get a huge bowl. So with Gamjitong, you can't exactly order that by yourself. You need at least one or two other people. Okay. But I don't know. I love, I love just digging into it. Uh-huh. The, the, the one thing I love about Gamjitong is like, like I said, like it falls off the bone. And it's just like, it's one of those, one of those dishes where it's like so tender that you're like, oh. Imagine most meat would though, if you let it stew. Yeah. And a broth or a water of some kind would get, you know, maybe fall off. There must be some like rib type soups and stuff. Mm. Like oh, yeah, that. yeah. Similar, yeah, gobby tongues sim- like that similar. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. One thing I'd like to know, I haven't seen that they don't have chicken soup. Like they do, say, back in the States. But they do have Sangatong. Right. But I mean, you know, like typical, yeah. you know, like Campbell's chicken soup or something, yeah. you know, stuff you'd get if you have a cold or yeah. something when you're back home. But yeah. And why that wouldn't be popular here. But I do like chicken soup, yeah. say, back home. So what would be some soups or jigues that have chicken in them? Samgitong is uh, typically the, uh, it's it's a seasonal dish. You can get it all year round, but it marks the first day of summer. Everyone has Samgitong. beautiful, man. It's, it's pretty much a whole chicken stuffed with ginger and rice in a soup. Ginseng. Ginseng? Yeah. I think you might be right. <laughs> yeah, it's got ginseng and rice. In yeah, there. yeah, and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's more of a healthier kind of soup. It's, I believe it's uh, seafood free. So you'd be you'd be fine having one of those. Have you guys ever tried? Uh, uh, it's like blood sausage stew. I haven't. We call it sunday uh, gukbap. Sunday gukbap. Yeah. And it's it's another one of those things. I think I mentioned before. Like some of these stews and soups, I hated when I first came here. But like you kept an open mind. It's one of those things. Where, yeah, it, it grows on you. Sunday gukbap is one of those things where it grows on you, and the first time you might be like, ugh. Second time you're going to be like, I want to, I want to eat this for the rest of my life, you know, and that's that's what sundegukbab is for me. If you could, you're forced to eat only one soup for the rest of your life. Which soup would you? I'd probably pick. Uh, you mean Korean soups? Yes. Oh, I'd probably pick that uh, the chicken one with the samgyetang. Yeah, samgyetang. Yeah. Not a bad choice. Because that one is that one's gorgeous. I mean, there's there's no time when I sit down and I eat. Yeah. Tong and be like, this is not a good meal because it's always it's always amazing meal. Yeah. I want to eat it right now. Most most restaurants, uh, there's a place called Gimbap Changguk, hmm. and they're everywhere in Korea. And Gimbap Heaven, yeah, it is. It has any kind of food you would ever want. Yeah, yeah. And those places are the shit. Yeah, yeah. That's and right. My, it, my favorite fast food Korean fast food yeah. type restaurant is Gimbap Changguk. What do you normally get there? Uh, Mulmandu, like dumplings or i usually get uh various but not as much as most people chamchi kimbap chamchi kimbap yeah tuna kimbap i like the the jayuk kimbap which is this like it's a spicy uh, oh yeah yeah with the with the green peppers yeah 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 yeah. those are good man see i can't eat kimbap either so because of seaweed and so you're allergic to seaweed uh as far not as bad Mm. but yeah just stay away from things out of the ocean, basically. Yeah. Do you, Do you ever go to the beach and swim? Like, can you get in the water? Oh yeah. Phil, well, have I, you ever I, I been to anymore. Phil? Have you ever been to Japan? Uh yeah. I went to Fukuoka for your visa run. Did you ever have the fatty tuna? Oh, I haven't. Oh man! Next time you go to Japan, you gotta do that. Fatty tuna. Oh yeah. Put that on the bucket list. That and the Grand Canyon. That stuff is like when you when you try sushi, 
a lot of people think sushi is good when it's like when it's like salmon or shrimp. Mm. But if you have like the fatty tuna, like it's in a roll, or is it just like a? Oh, you can have it like sashimi style, yeah. or in a roll, or whatever. Well, what do you, you know? recommend? Well, it's called churo churo toro, which means like fatty tuna. Mm-hmm. And when you eat that, it honestly, honestly, like it melts in your mouth. It melts in your mouth. That sounds like a pleasurable experience. Yeah. Churo turo. All right. So that's stews and soups with Phil, which is known as Jige Jige. in Korea. For those interested and wondering what kind of soups and stews they can get here. And that's going to be it for this week. I just want to remind people that we are going to be doing an episode in the near future where we're going to answer questions from, you know, listeners and stuff. So if anybody has any questions or anything they'd like to ask about Korea or ask any of us personally, they can email us at podcast.changwaner.com. Once again, I'm Scott. Anybody wants to get a hold of me, they can pretty much anything Changwaner or scott at changwaner.com. Phil, how can people get in touch with you? Find me on Facebook, Instagram, and, uh, and other places. Yeah, other places. Find me. Find me at the cher- Find me at the <laughs> Cherry Blossom Festival. Uh, if you're there, say hi. All right, and Adam, how can people get in touch with you? I'm at Adam Adam uh, Kent at Changwaner, and uh, it's just Adam. Just leave a just leave a comment. Rate us on iTunes. Give us give us five stars, and if, even if you give us one star, I don't care. Just give us some feedback. Because that's what we need. That's what we want. We're here for you. Right? I love you all. All right, so that's the Changwana for this week, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in to the Changwana Podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode.